Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nine o'clock hour here on the South Florida High School Sports Show. I am Alex Dono filling in for Blue, but Blue is here. Blue just uh, raced home from the Nat Moore Award Ceremony, uh, which he, he was part of. He got to introduce Jeremiah Smith. And Blue, you must have given him some good luck because... Jeremiah, not too surprisingly, ended up winning that award. But t- talk me through this, Blue, because I wish I could have been there in the flesh. Uh, your big takeaways from this Nat Moore ceremony with Jordan Lyle, JoJo Trader, and Luane McCoy also were up for that award. Uh, first of all, Alex, thanks so much for uh, doing what you've done tonight. I appreciate it. The show's only better when you're a part of it, and I thank you so much. And um, the event has turned out to be a, a Heisman Trophy, what it, what it is. I mean, it's just can't say enough about what CBS Miami has done um, and what they continue to do to make this thing into a big, big time event. Uh, you know, pre-show, um, the parents, all the, you know, all the uh, athletes get an opportunity to take photos and, and, you know, get a chance to mingle with everybody and you get Dolphins and former Dolphins, obviously Nat Moore, one of the greatest and Kim Boak Camper, obviously, as you know, is what was one of the top Dolphins ever. Uh, Sean Wood, was on hand um so you get an opportunity these, these kids to you know the dolphins step up in a major way every um Every uh, player that was nominated got a jersey from the Dolphins with their name on the back, which was pretty neat. And, uh, yeah, and they do a tremendous job. Twan Russell on hand, all the high school coaches. uh, But it was a great opportunity for these young men to to be recognized. And no doubt that uh, going in that uh, Jeremiah uh, Smith was the guy that everybody thought was the best player, not only locally but uh, nationally. And, and he's a humble young man, too. You know, obviously, he was a runaway winner. But at the same time, uh, you know, he acted like it was a huge surprise and he couldn't thank them enough. So uh, it was really great. And uh, an opportunity, Alex, to to have all the high school coaches on hand and the parents and the grandparents of these young men. Uh, and it was a lot like the Heisman Trophy, small audience, but uh, an audience that really cared about the young men uh, who were who were deserving of the award. A lot of media uh, come out, and obviously you know why. I mean, they thought that mm-hmm. maybe Jeremiah would spill the beans. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I, everybody asked him, um, and he says, you know, he's 
he's got to go with the best decision for him, and uh, we'll see, uh, obviously, tomorrow which which hat he uh, walks away with. And um, obviously, Hurricane fans have their fingers crossed that uh, maybe he said, you know what, I, I played with Jer uh, Josiah Trader since I was 11. Let's do it. Let's, let's add to that total. Well, and let's talk a little bit more about Jeremiah Smith as a player, Blue, because you're you're oozing with perspective on this being, you know, to me, the foremost expert on high school football in the area. Uh, I have referred already on this show several times to Jeremiah Smith as a generational talent. Uh, you know, you've covered so many great players and so many wide receivers down here over the years. Um, you know, how j just how good is Jeremiah compared to some of the other great ones that have come out of the area? You know, Alex, that was a question that Jim Barry, the MC of the event, was asking me, uh, you know, before the show and, and uh, one of the questions during the presentation. And to me, oftentimes you talk a lot about a player, no matter who it is. And, and you know, when people go to see him, eh, you know, okay, he's okay. But you know what? You talk about somebody like a Jeremiah Smith, and he comes to play every single time in the uh, state championship game last week against uh, Cardinal, um, against... Um, uh, Central Catholic of, of Clearwater. Uh, I was talking to a couple of the scouts that were on hand. I said, you know, he just seems to turn it on. First play, second play of the game, a little out turned into a 70-yard touchdown. Um, you know, earlier in the year, because this year, what Nat Moore did was he made it a big effort to go out and see some of the top players live. And uh, one of the games was Miami Central when Chaminade played Miami Central. And uh, we were talking and I was sitting there with Mark Duper, one of the greats, and obviously Nat Moore and Terry Kirby and, and our own Joe Rose, and they were asking me, how good is this guy? I said, I'm telling you, the difference maker, I've covered a lot of kids throughout the years, you know, the Amari Coopers and the Michael Irvins and, you know, on Isaac Bruce, who's in the Hall of Fame as well, and you know, I don't think there's ever been a high school football player, especially a receiver, that dominates the way he does against high-level competition. And just as I was saying that, in the corner of the end zone, right in front of us, uh, he made a one-handed catch against Central for a touchdown. And uh, they all the and Nat Moore looked at uh, Mark Duper, and Mark Duper looked at Joe Rose, <laughs> and they're shaking their heads. And I said, I told you, it's he is, as you said, Alex. He's a generational talent. Uh, somebody who obviously, uh, you know, has been wowing them ever since youth football league. And like I said, he and Josiah Trader have played together, uh, you know, since Little League. They went to Monsignor Pace together as ninth graders and then transferred while uh, Josiah transferred to Central for that one year. Uh, Jeremiah went over to Chaminade and they've reunited the last two years uh, to be arguably the best receiving core in the, in the country. I mean, you could say, you know, oh, this guy had this or that but from a production standpoint and look at Chaminade's done they went to uh two years in a row during the regular season they went unbeaten um it's amazing what this team has done and uh eight straight appearances in the state finals and coming up with a, a massively big win 56 nothing this year in the state title um you look at you, you look at both of these uh, players and obviously their family and you know him uh Jeremiah being related to Geno Smith and Geno's dad was there uh on hand and 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 it's just you know, it's great to see. And, and like I said, all the young men were humble. I mean, you look at Jordan Lyle, who just made his commitment to Miami uh, yesterday, uh, flipping from Ohio State. 
Ohio State's going to hate Miami. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they've two years in a row, they've, yep. uh, they've taken really, really marquee running backs, Mark Fletcher last year, uh, certainly jo- Josiah Trader, uh, a big-time talent, and Luane McCoy. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that where Luane didn't put up these massive stats on offense, he was called upon to play every single snap of the game, both sides of the ball, at corner and also wide receiver receiver and he's on his way to Florida State so you know every one of these the the young men and their families were so honored uh to be recognized and uh you know when you have an event like this certainly uh you know like Mike Cuno and I were talking it's just nowhere else do they do this I know they got the idea from Dallas and the Dallas area of uh five years ago but Miami's compounded, and, and, and they followed these athletes throughout the year when they were the top four vote-getters. Um, they went to their schools. They had them in. Uh, you know, they, they went to school with them. They followed them around. Um, it, it was really good. And, uh, and, and, and like you say, you know, whatever decision is made tomorrow by all the athletes, uh, they're going to do it for the best of them. And with this transfer portal... Uh, and this NIL deal, uh, these things are virtually one-year deals. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're going to have to fight to keep your players from year to year like never before. Larry Bluestein is with us here in the South Florida High School Sports Show. Blue, I do want to talk a little bit more about Josiah Trader. You know, uh, he would be the top receiver on 99% of the high school teams in the country. He just happens to play with Jeremiah Smith. And I was watching that state championship game. He had some great catches, including that NFL-style toe tap in the back of the end zone, which was I, – my jaw dropped when I saw that play. Uh, and he's going to be signing his national letter of intent with Miami. What can Miami fans expect from JoJo Trader? Well, here's a guy, too. He was asked that question tonight. Who's better between the two of you? And he goes, let's just put it this way. We're, we're both hard workers, and we're willing to you know, take, it, take the next step to, to make our team better. And that was a great diplomatic answer. And, you know, you, you put a 17-year-old young man on the spot, you know, by asking him something like that. Certainly, you know, anybody in their right mind would say, you know what, both of us have made a major contribution. And uh, this kid's going to be big time. He's got a real, real solid chance to be wide receiver one. He really does. I mean, you know, here's a kid that's going to come in, obviously uh, look for playing time because it's a huge adjustment, you know, to, to make from high school, no matter how high a level you you come from, uh, to make it to a power five school or to make it to any college team. So he's going to learn a lot. He'll be in early, uh, get an opportunity to have a growth period, whether it's f- uh, physical, or mental, uh, get acclimated to classes, uh, and 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 I think the best thing that's ever been created is these young men that can come in in January and by the end of spring, uh, where they haven't even really graduated from high school yet, uh, have shown. Uh, maturity uh, on and off the field have acclimated themselves for to college life and here's a kid that I feel during the next five six months will have an opportunity to make a statement he's got great hands he runs tremendous patterns and he catches the ball and that's the one thing that Miami's looking for is that dependable guy whether it be a, a transfer portal kid or somebody as an incoming freshman Wow. And, you know, speaking on uh, transfer portal stuff, I, I blew Miami fans, myself included, have been for the last couple of weeks trying to figure out who 
the next quarterback is going to be who comes in to replace Tyler Van Dyke. And listen, when I when I talk about people like Cam Ward, who's been the top option for a while, and I, I think Miami might also now be showing some interest in K.J. Jefferson, who right. recently hit the portal from Arkansas. Sometimes when I bring these guys up, fans are like, hey, like don't forget Emory Williams had you know a, a nice couple of games. I, I just like in, in my view, Blue, and I, I really love Emory. I just think that It'd be a perfect situation if he gets another year of seasoning playing behind an experienced guy like a Cam Ward or a K.J. Jefferson or whoever else may be an option. We're talking about grad transfers, guys with, you know, four years of starting experience around the country. Um, do, do you think that's the ideal situation? Or if all else fails, do you think Emery might be ready uh, to help Miami try to win 10 or more games next year? Yeah, I'm going to go with your first statement. I think that somebody like Emery Williams still has a, gr- a growing period, a maturity period to go through and, you know, kind of learn the offense a little bit more. And I think if you get one of these one-year guys in there, he'll be able to become a better quarterback. So when it's his his time a year from now, and it's not to say that it, he won't get playing time and, and, you know, see the field. Obviously, you know, we know Miami's going to be a much stronger uh, team, uh, you know, next year, especially on offense with a great running game, a mature and really talented offensive line that they're building and, and quality receivers uh, who they're putting together, you know, whether it be the existing players, which we really haven't taken the, the wrapping off of guys like, uh, you know, Ray Ray uh, uh, Joseph or Bobby Washington. Yeah. Uh, we could use Brashard Smith a lot more. You still got Restrepo. You got a lot of talent. So I think if, if you get a quarterback in there for one year and, um, I think that Emory's going to be the better because I definitely think he is the future quarterback of the University of Miami, and I think he showed it in glimpses. Let's let's put it in the perspective. At the helm, whether he did this or that, he still beat Clemson, and he had a chance to beat FSU before getting injured. So I think he's the the guy that they really like, and and, and the formula is there. I just think that he needs a little bit more seasoning, and uh, certainly. You know, being out there in the spring is not going to be easy for him. But uh, you know, you. But that's the way it is. But that's why you need a quarterback that would be here yesterday because that gives them a chance to learn the offense. And by spring, uh, you get an opportunity to be, you know, more competitive. And uh, and and you might be able to impress some of the receivers in the portal as well if you get one or two, yeah. uh, you know, a guy. I mean, they already have some really good receivers on staff and also coming in. So. Yeah, I, I think that uh, your your first um, your first statement is is a hundred percent correct. They do need a kid for at least one year uh, to, and especially somebody season. And if they should go down, if that that uh, player should go down, uh, then you enter somebody like uh, you know like him and, and and you know whoever else is on on hand. And yeah, they got an opportunity to be really special. They just need to get a quarterback in there. Yeah, and, and Blue, uh, in the first uh, segment at 8 o'clock, and I'm sure you were in the, the Nat Moore ceremony, so you can catch this later, I, I did speak with Judd Anderson, uh, oh, okay. who's, uh, yeah, he's signing his national letter of intent with Miami tomorrow. Uh, talk a little bit about Judd. You know, it, it seemed like he made a lot of progress his senior year, transferring to a mega program in Warner Robins up there in Georgia. And he's six foot seven, really strong arm. What do you think about Judd? 
Yeah, he's another one. I mean, he's a freshman kid that's going to come in, and he's going to go through those growing plant pains that Emory went to. Because yeah, you know, high school is a big difference. You know, it's it's not like every you know every quarterback is going to be a Caleb Williams or you know somebody that can come in as a freshman or redshirt freshman and and dominate. But I think Judd has an opportunity. He's a smart kid. He's a uh, you know he's a playmaker. He's an intelligent guy that that knows the game of football reads defenses really well and he's just going to add to what Miami already has and you know you look at all the great programs around the country and they all have two three uh, quarterbacks that are capable and they all uh, accelerated and, and learned a lot you know at the schools that they were at and I think he's going to be one of those kids that comes in battles and and shows that Miami has a great future and uh, but I still think that they need that that dude you know that comes in with experience at least for the year um, obviously you know we know with what what, re, what quarterbacks are out there and there's a lot of quarterbacks still out there but you want you you'd like to get something of a a top flight guy just to get this program back on track and get them a, as you mentioned I was listening on the way uh, to get them in the an opportunity to, to to win the ACC or at least be in the in the conversation. Larry Bluestein uh, is with us here. I'm Alex Dono on the South Florida High School Sports Show. I got a lot more ground I want to cover with Blue. Guys, we're with you till 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, Blue just got home from the Nat Moore Awards ceremony given out to the outstanding high school football player in South Florida. And not surprisingly, Jeremiah Smith won that award tonight. But there were worthy contenders also there in the form of Josiah Trader, Luane McCoy, and uh, and and uh, why am I uh, Jordan Lyle? I don't know oh, why okay. his name. Hey, I, I, that's a guy you better know. <laughs> that's a guy I better know. He just committed to Miami last night, and actually, two two of the finalists were Miami commits, which you love yeah. to see in Trader and Lyle. So we have a lot more to get to. Keep it locked right here, South Florida High School Sports Show on AM five sixty Sports WQAM. You know, University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute experts, you know they treat athletes of all levels, elite pros, active adults, and youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. That's uhealthsportsmedicine.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back into the South Florida High School Sports Show. I'm Alex Dono alongside Larry Bluestein. Larry uh, just got back from the Nat Moore Award ceremony. Uh, Jeremiah Smith won the award. Very well-deserved. He's one of the more outstanding players to come out of South Florida in a long time. And, you know, Blue, I wanted to talk a little bit about Miami's recruiting class. You know, we hope Jeremiah might be a part of that, but he is committed to Ohio State. We'll see if he puts pen to paper there tomorrow. But, you know, Blue, I, I, I want to pick your brain on some of these guys. Uh, I, let's start with Miami's top-rated recruit, and that's Justin Scott, the five-star defensive tackle out of St. Ignatius High School in Chicago. And this is another one. Miami flipped Scott from Ohio State a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they, gave, they gave Ohio State deja vu with Jordan Lyle last night. Uh, but, you know, Scott, I, I, so many conversations, Blue, that you and I have had over the past couple of years about just how badly Miami needed to up their recruitment of top-level defensive tackles, right? Because we just you haven't been stockpiling enough, and, and this has got to be uh, the highest-rated DT Miami has gotten, I, I guess, since Leonard Taylor. Yeah, well, not only that, there's a lot of people question and say, well, you know, he's from Chicago area. They may not play the greatest competition in the world. Let me remind you that uh, Russell Maryland was from Chicago oh, area. Yeah. And that's not that's not a terrible comparison. This kid's 6'4", 310 pounds, uh, big-time player, St. Ignatius High School. Um, everybody wanted him. I mean, from the Midwest all the way, as you mentioned, Ohio State. And Miami was in on him early. And uh, if you remember, you and I discussed this, um, you know, on Lockdown Canes, uh, about how important it would be to get a guy like this. And, you know, the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the Georgias get two and three of these type of players. And certainly Miami with uh, Justin Scott uh, is a guy that over the next year or so is going to team up with a, a stud like uh, like Bain in the middle and some of the other kids they're bringing in at the DN uh, in the edge, which we thought they may have some of the best edge and DN prospects yeah. in the country. And, you know, I don't, and, and tonight Kim Camper and I were talking about that, um, that it's, it's all Jason Taylor and people don't realize that Jason Taylor is a worker and he's somebody that obviously the kids never watched, but mom and dad saw him and they understand. And, and he comes in, he's got a jacket, he's a hall of famer, but you know what? You'd never know it. And, uh, you know, by, by having somebody like that and then him Aiding, I'm sure, in in getting Justin Scott to come to Miami was huge. Yeah, and I, I know JT had a big uh, fingerprint on Marquise Lightfoot, who's another Chicago kid, yes, uh, the, yeah. the four-star uh, edge rusher out of uh, Kenwood Academy in Chicago. He's uh, the third highest ranked member of Miami's recruiting class. This is, uh, I haven't I haven't watched as much of Lightfoot as I have of Justin Scott, but I hear amazing things about his ability and his bend. And, you know, may, maybe Jason Taylor, when he watches Lightfoot, might remind him of himself a little bit. Yeah, well, that's a good comparison. Long arms, a quick first step. Um, obviously, the kid that uh, is very athletic and very, very smart. And, and yeah, that's a great comparison because somebody like uh, Jason Taylor will work with him and teach him one or two things like he did with Dallas Turner, who's going to be arguably a first-round draft pick this year out of Alabama who went to St. Thomas for just one year. And... Um, 
And look what he picked up from JT. Also, somebody like Nick Benito, who came over uh, and uh, showed a lot of promise. And here's JT working with him. So I agree. Marquise Lightfoot's that type of guy. Um, you know, and 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 some of the some of the players like Nigel Lee Kelly that they already have on on hand. Players like that are are guys. And now they picked up the Booker Pickett kid. You know, another edge guy, Elias Rudolph, who we talked about last spring. When I told you when he was at Deerfield Beach, didn't really play this year at Taft in Cincinnati. But I'll tell you, Alex, uh, you know, you take a look at the ends and uh, interior defense. This is a this this is a good group. Yeah, and what about uh, Artavius Jones, Blue uh, from from Blunt? They call him the Juggernaut, you know, and, and he is somebody who uh, I don't know I don't know how great the competition level is, kind kind of in the middle of nowhere outside of Tallahassee. But mm -hmm. when I've watched Artavius Jones on tape, he literally looks like a man amongst boys, like he is throwing people around left and right. Yeah, uh, he's a beast, and as you and I talked about before. Um, his former coach, who's uh, went to Georgia to coach now, uh, told me when, when he was in ninth grade, and they were in the state finals when he was a ninth grader, that he thought that he had the potential to be one of the best players that he ever coached. And wow. last year, when he committed to Miami, I, I talked to Coach uh, Bo Johnson, and I said, Bo, you know, Coach, you were the guy who told me about him. And he goes, you know what, this kid is the guy you take home to meet mom and dad. He's a very intelligent young man. He's athletic, uh, gets it done in the classroom. He's mannerly. And um, this is a guy that uh, really, and you got to figure Bluntstown is a small town and the school probably has my four or 500 kids at the most. And they had three power five kids in this, in this class. And that shows you, and it speaks volumes about, you know, Bluntstown, as you mentioned, out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so you have no, uh, you know, other options. Either you go to Bluntstown or you don't go. I mean, <laughs> the 40, 35, 40 miles away, you got Port St. Joe and some of those other areas. But uh, this is a young man I think is going to get it done. He's going to come here, uh, you know, won't be, uh, you know, and here's another thing. And you know better than anybody having gone to school at Miami. The perception of the University of Miami outside this area is, oh my gosh, there's 80,000 kids and it's mm -hmm. a huge, but when you get down and see, wait, this is just a little bit bigger than my high school. You know, I mean, it's not very big. It's, yeah. uh, you what, eight, 9,000, maybe 10,000 undergraduates. And this gives them, get gets kids like that an opportunity to drink everything in. And I think he will. This is a perfect opportunity for Miami uh, and, and for Artavius to, to shine right away. And I think he will. You know, I, I'm curious your take on a player that uh, doesn't get talked about a whole lot. He's actually one of technically three verbal commits from the state of Alabama. Now, we're, we're kind of worried we may lose one of those yeah. to Bama tomorrow and Kevin Riley. But I want to talk about Cole McConathy from Spanish Fort in Alabama, uh, edge rusher 6'5", 225. Um, yeah, I don't know how much you've been able to watch him, yeah. Blue. I haven't been able to watch him much, but people have told me he may end up being like one of the gems of the class that just people are sleeping on, that he may end up showing up at Miami and turning a lot of heads. 
I agree. 100% watched him, um, maybe an hour's worth of film on him. This is a kid that creates, and every time you you watch the end result of a play, he was sitting right right there, you know, getting up off the pile, uh, making the play. He's got great instincts, uh, big kid, long at 6'5". Uh, he probably could put on a lot more weight. I think he's down in the 218, 220 range. But he could get a lot, lot bigger. Uh, he covers a lot of ground. And remember, playing at a place like Spanish Fort, uh, they have a lot of competition in that area. It, you know, he goes up against some of the top players in the in the outer areas of Birmingham all the time. And uh, this is why a lot of people have talked so, you know, so positive ab about him. Um, he's a guy that he's an intelligent kid, and uh, he's very athletic. And 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 I think he's gonna and very coachable. And you watching like 20 minutes of, of his play in various clips against different teams, and you could see he just enjoys this game. He's at a different level, a lot of passion. Yeah, I want to transition and talk about some offensive players, Blue. And, and let me start with Elijah Lofton. He's, when I was talking with Judd Anderson in the 8 o'clock hour, you know, I mentioned to him, hey, like, what's it feel like to come in with some of these great receivers you're coming with? Talking about Josiah Trader and Chance Robinson and Nye Carr. And he mentioned to me, hey, don't forget about the tight end, Elijah Lofton, out of Bishop Gorman, four-star player. I, I know at, at certain points in the process, we were a little worried if he would stay committed because Miami didn't use the tight ends a whole lot in the passing game this year. But he, he is expected to sign his national letter of intent. He's locked in with Miami. You know, Texas tried to get him, but he, he stuck with Miami the entire way. And it seems like Lofton is a do-everything kind of guy, Blue, that he's a really strong blocker, utility guy, H-back, tight end. Uh, I think Shannon Dawson's going to like this kid a lot. Let me give you two words, Brevin Jordan. Same school, Ooh, yeah. same type of player, 6'2", 220, very athletic uh, in the state championship game. He scored multiple ways. Uh, you know, I, I had told you I had watched the game that they played against Liberty in the state championship game, caught two passes, threw a touchdown uh, as well. I mean, big-time kid, great athlete. Um, he's a typical uh, NFL H-back is what he is. I mean, because of the fact that he can run he comes out of the backfield and catches I think that Miami's uh, ability to or inability to use their tight ends that was the one thing that was probably the most surprising thing of the offense because last year with all the recruits and uh, you know Arroyo coming back and you know uh, you think well if you look back at, uh, you know, at uh, the past of Dawson, I mean, his tight end cost 83 balls at Houston. So right. I think Elijah Lofton gets in there from the beginning. He shows what he's all about. He, he kind of creates mismatches. Eventually, he's going to have to go against, a, a you know, a linebacker or, or, or a strong safety. Uh, and he's going to do some damage. And I think he's the type of guy that adds a, another dimension, big-time player. As you know, I know a lot of people out in the Vegas area, especially at Bishop Gorman, and they've told me, you know what, he's a gem, but they said, you know, if you love Brevin Jordan, you're going to love Elijah Lofton. I like to hear that. I want to talk about more of the South Florida kids. We were talking about some out-of-state guys. I want to take it back to South Florida 
when we come back. Some of the guys committed to Miami. I also want to get Blue's take on what Florida and Florida State have been doing on the trail. I know I know the Florida fans have been kind of freaking out about the way things are going the last uh, few weeks, so I want to pick Blue's brain a little bit. Uh, you're listening to the South Florida High School Sports Show on the eve of National Signing Day right here on WQAM. University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute experts, you know they treat athletes of all levels, elite pros, active adults, and youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. That's uhealthsportsmedicine.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back into the South Florida High School Sports Show. Alex Dono and Larry Bluestein with you on the eve of National Signing Day. Blue, what's your routine going to be like on signing day? Are you going to just going to be kind of at home command center? Or are you going out to because a lot of player, a lot of high schools are having signing ceremonies? Are you going out to anything tomorrow? Well, I learned this, Alex, throughout the years. If you show up to one thing and somebody sees you on a photo, the other people get upset. How come yep. they come to me? So it's best that I kind of monitor the thing from the home base. And uh, we get up early, like you said, like we said, uh, tomorrow morning, do a uh, recap of this Nat Moore trophy on CBS4, bright and early at 6.15. I hope anybody that's up, uh, you can check it out And uh, with Keith Jones and yeah, I'm excited. Uh, tomorrow will be a big day. It's, uh, you know, you get an opportunity. Um, you know, this is something that we kind of grew up on. Uh, it was the first Wednesday of February. Now it's kind of morphed over here to December. And I understand why, because you get a lot of kids now wanting to leave early and, you know, enroll in January, which is what? two weeks away so you know a lot of these kids are going to make their commitment they'll be on college campuses you know go right from the high school uh this week uh, next week will be their last week in high school for those kids and that i think that's kind of like a daunting thing to them here you started your senior year just what three months ago and then all of a sudden you're two weeks away from being in college which is uh, for most of them at the age of 17. 
Yeah, and and speaking of of that, um, or because we've even got one guy who's on Miami's radar. He's committed to Florida State, but there's been a lot of speculation that Armando Blunt from Miami Central that he might flip actually back to Miami. Uh, he's a former Miami commitment, but this was back in September. Blue, he he's a high school junior right now, and he was going to be a class of 2025. He is reclassified to 2024 so he's going to be uh graduating i think in may high school or may or june he's gonna be graduating a year early blue uh so i mean that I, I'm, I'm guessing armando must really do well in the classroom if he's able to to get that done early yeah well you got to remember he started uh high school as an eighth grader at dillard so he got you know he got probably his study habits in in order early on and probably started the transition around the end of his sophomore year so when he got into this year being a junior he found out what credits he needed what he had to take uh, you know to to possibly make that move and uh and and he did because a lot of kids nowadays if you come back for your senior year uh you're you're almost taking electives you know with the exception of maybe one or two core english or maybe a a language um or you know you're pretty much taking elective classes so if you cut away through the elective classes and take you know double up and maybe go at night to take you know your language course or or your english course then you have everything uh pretty much in a row and i think that's what he did and remember for his age group He's the the number he was the number one rated shot putter in the nation too. Yeah. So obviously that's an asset to have. I mean, you know, I, we remember where Ed Reed uh, was the big uh, East champion in the javelin <laughs> back when he uh, came, and then you had guys like Moss and 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 some of the speedster the speedsters run track. So it's not unusual to have uh, your football players cross over and you know and, and participate in the track program either, but. Uh, yeah, I you know you have a good feeling. Uh, he's got a a special signing day by himself tomorrow. Uh, that's uh, kind of an invitee only type of thing. So you figure staying home, he's going to probably be surrounded by friends. And uh, you know, I mean, it uh, it wouldn't be out of the realm for him to to, to head back to Miami and certainly start his uh, college career in in January. Yeah, and I just pulled up uh, on his uh, ex or formerly Twitter account. He says, uh, you, you mentioned his signing ceremony. He's doing it at 6 p.m. tomorrow night on Instagram Live. So if anybody is interested in watching, uh, you know, Armando Blunt's final choice, you can watch, which I, I find myself watching a lot of those on National Signing Day Blue. So I, I'm sure I'll be tuned in live at 6 p.m. like a lot of people will. Uh, you know, we were talking earlier uh, about the wide receivers that are committed to Miami Blue. I, I want to circle to Chance Robinson, right? Because And he's been committed for Miami, to Miami for so long, going back to last April, that I probably don't talk about him enough because he's been in the class for such a long time. You know, you watched him closely this season at St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, what kind of a season in high school did Chance Robinson just have? Yeah, well, he's had two real good years, his junior and senior year. Obviously, his junior year gave him an opportunity to get noticed, and a lot of people did notice him. Uh, injured in the state championship game, which kind of like, you know, you said, oh, wow, that would have been a nice little opportunity for him to get, you know, some national exposure. But he's going to get enough. He's a, a sure-handed guy. He runs tremendous patterns. He's quick. Um, he's, a, you know, he's been a three-year starter for them, and uh, certainly somebody, you know, 
know, being a, as I'm not a big star guy, but being a four star, uh, he's earned those stars because he's done a lot for this program. And uh, certainly another guy, you know, like Josiah Trader that will have an opportunity to come in and, you know, at least give an effort to where Kevin Beard plays no favorites. If you could yep. play, he's going to put you in. And, you know, another, uh, uh, not a South Florida player, but a guy who I've really fallen in love with, like his personality, he's really good on social media, and I've watched enough of this guy uh, just, you know, moving bodies on the offensive line, and that's Derek Plaz from Mandarin High School in Jacksonville, Florida, six foot five, two 289-pound offensive lineman. Uh, what have you seen from Plaz uh, up in Jacksonville this past year? Well, saw him in the state championship game and uh, did an outstanding job. Big, you know, this is a guy that really works really hard. You know, I mean, this is somebody who's enthusiastic. You talk about being that ringleader of this class. He is. Yeah. Uh, anytime somebody commits, he's always, you know, tagging him and saying, hey, listen, you know, this is you. You made a great decision. Well, uh, you know, with with uh, Coach Mirabal up there in Tallahassee and watching his every move, I kind of we were having a little bit of a, a kind of little jostling. I says, "Hey, look at Daylon Russell just got the best of your offensive lineman." And then the next <laughs> play, he goes, "Wait, wait a minute, look who's on the ground now." And <laughs> you know, and and that's great because of both of those guys. And I and I reiterate about Daylon Russell: do not do not underestimate him. He is one of those guys. He reminds me of Taraz McRae back in the day. Oh. Yeah, uh, you know, low center of gravity, about six one, two sixty or two fifty, um, growing all the time. Cat quick, strong. Um, this is a guy that uh, also is going to find his way, you know, into the mix over the next couple of years. And uh, between he and Derek Plazos are two linemen, one on the offensive side and one on the defensive side, that will definitely elevate this class. You know, Blue, uh, last thing, um, how do you expect, uh, you know, Florida and Florida State, their classes to wrap up, especially on the Florida side? I, obviously, they, they had a tough season, and people are speculating about Billy Napier's long-term future, which I don't think helps recruiting in the long term. You know, they do have, as of now, a top 15 class, uh, consensus top 15 class. I know they're concerned maybe about losing a couple of guys. Do you think the, the concern over what's happening there, is that overblown or is there a reason to be worried? Well, you know, the, as of right now, they still have two sterling uh, five stars in DJ Lagway, the quarterback from Texas, and LJ McCray uh, from Mainland, who's uh, I got a chance to watch him in the state championship game. Uh, you know, they're, they're holding on to Miles Graham of uh, Gainesville, View Holtz, a kid that moved in the area. I think they have a really good class. And it, it the thing is, yeah, they lost a, a couple of kids over the last, what, uh, week or two weeks or last month. But, you know, there's still a, a program that has a top 10 ranking in their recruiting class. You know, they, they did really well as of right now. They still have a Darius Hayes, who I know that the big kid, uh, the linebacker out of Largo uh, yeah. that everybody wants, and especially Miami. Uh, you know, they still have the kid Hawkins, the wide receiver, uh, you know, out of IMG. And, you know, they've got talent. Uh, but th tomorrow's going to be an important day because they want to hold on to them. And if they lose a kid like, you know, uh, L.J. McRae, which I don't think they will, but they have a chance to lose a Darius Hayes. Miami's been on him. He likes Miami. He likes the scheme. And uh, certainly I think they've done well. And, you know, when you take a look at Florida State, can't say enough. They've parlayed perhaps the um, – 
the, the transfer portal as good as anybody. And, yeah. uh, you know, over the last couple of years and what they've got, and yeah, they lost a couple of kids. But keep in mind with K.J. Bolden, a safety, you know, out of Buford, one of the top teams in Georgia. And also, as of right, right now, Charles Lester, uh, you know, really, really good player out of Venice. And uh, also, Jamari Howard out of New Orleans, a defensive back. And then, you know, we have we mentioned Armando Blunt. They have Kai Bates out of Orlando Edgewater, who I think is going to be really, really good. And Wayne McCoy, who we saw this evening as one of the finalists for the uh, the Nat Moore Award. So, yeah, I think they're all, all three of these are, schools uh, are doing extremely well. And then UCF, obviously, is in the mix now, too, could be yeah. in a big, a big 12 school. I, I love it. Well, always good times with Larry Bluestein. Make sure you guys check out Blue bright and early tomorrow, 6.15 a.m. on CBS4. Uh, I'm going to be up almost as early as Blue because I'm going nice. to be on uh, with Joe Rose tomorrow uh, talking some National Signing Day at about 7.20 tomorrow morning. And then uh, I'm going to do probably at least two live episodes of Locked on Canes tomorrow. Nice. Maybe if Blue can roll through at some well, point, I'd love to have know. you on. Yeah. Just let us know. And also, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday evening at 8 to 10. And I did want to congratulate uh, congratulate Kaiser University and Coach Doug Sosha on winning a national NAIA championship only in the fifth awesome. year. Only in the fifth year. Last year they were runner-up, and then yesterday they sealed things off uh, and won an NAIA title. Alex, I can't thank you enough. Danny, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Alex, uh, we'll talk in the next couple of days. Yeah, right here on 560 WQAM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.